CBT is cognitive behavioural therapy um, and cognitive behaviour therapy is a talking therapy and it's an evidence-based talking therapy and by that I mean that there's been a lot of research and studies carried out to see that it's effective um, and CBT is effective for a number of emotional and physical health problems. Um, so the cognitive part of it, the C, um, basically means the way that we think about things, our thoughts, uh, interpretations, view of ourselves, others, the world, etc. Um, and behaviours are the responses that we have, the actions that we take um, in regards to situations or events that occur. So that's the CBT part of it. The, the T is the therapy, so it's a, as I said, it's a talking therapy. So often um, when people experience emotions and they feel um, you know, anger, sadness, etc., we tend to um, attribute those moods and emotions to situations that occur or events that occur. And actually the idea behind CBT is that the way that we interpret the situation has an impact on the way that we feel and in turn the things that we do and vice versa, the, the behaviours, the actions that we take then would have an impact on our thoughts and our mood. But also um, it's important to think about the fact that our physical well-being is also included in that and actually the moods and thoughts and behaviours also have an impact on physical sensations that we experience in our body. So it might be helpful to give you a bit of an example if that's okay. So if, for example, um, just thinking about maybe coming to, to meet you for a meeting and if I was running late, for example, I might be worried that, you know, I'll be late, I'll miss my appointment, that type of thing. So those are the thoughts that are running through my mind and potentially I might get a bit nervous or worried because I need to get here to, to see you. So those emotions occur as a result of those thoughts that are going through my mind and in turn I might take some action, so I might phone you to tell you I'm running late or I might think to myself, oh actually there's no point going, um, I'll have missed my appointment and turn back and go home. When a person's experiencing distress, so emotional distress, um, the way in which they think about things may be um, unhelpful or distorted in some way. Um, and likewise, the way in which they behave, the way in which they act, may also be unhelpful. So, for example, I gave you the example of somebody running late for a meeting. They may ring and, and let the person know they're running late, and that might be absolutely fine. And that would be a helpful behaviour, wouldn't it, to, to kind of let somebody know, and that the other person's going to give them a chance to get there. But actually, maybe the person feels so frightened that they avoid going, and that might be unhelpful. And so with CBT, the idea is that working with the therapist and, and the client together collaboratively to try to understand actually what are the thoughts that are going through the person's mind, what are the actions that they're taking that may be unhelpful for them. CBT is a therapy that's help, helpful across a number of uh, emotional um, difficulties. So it can be helpful for people with anxiety disorders and depression. And there's evidence there's an evidence base to say that this, this is effective. Now, if a person's in crisis, and by that I'm guessing you mean if they're feeling suicidal, um, they were, you know, there would be things in place for... So if, if somebody's having CBT and they're with a therapist, their therapist would... Um, very carefully consider risk with them and then make a plan, like a safety plan with them to make sure that whilst they're in therapy that they're safe and ways that they can be looking after themselves outside of therapy, if that makes sense. Um, it isn't, um, with regards to being in a crisis, crisis services are probably more helpful um, to be helping somebody at that moment in time, but actually CBT 
uh, allows people to have tools to um, enable themselves to uh, think in a more balanced way, behave in ways that are more helpful for them in order to help with these difficulties that ha they have such as depression and anxiety and will give them the tools to reduce, for example, the likelihood of relapse. I think um, with regards to the, the sessions, um, we have to think about the fact that, as I mentioned, CBT is um, a collaborative approach, um, it's time limited and it's goal focused, so we identify what the goals are of the, of the client. Um, and CBT focuses on the here and now, um, what the present difficulties are, and it doesn't really look at past difficulties, although it doesn't dismiss that, it certainly acknowledges it and identifies actually how those past experiences a person um, may have has affected maybe the way they're viewing the world, those beliefs, those um, thoughts that they have. And so through the assessment session and then following that, this um, I guess, um, collaboration to identify what these maintenance cycles are um, and we would do that using lots of um, writing really we write things on the board um, there's generally a, a whiteboard in the room or we have a paper and pen and we draw diagrams out because that's usually really helpful to understand the cycles um, uh, that people are in and also I mentioned earlier about this idea where thoughts affect um, behaviours, mood and physical sensations so it's always about thinking how this relationship between these different elements impact on one another um, and in the session with regards to the treatment um, and the techniques what we would be doing is for example when trying to think about the thoughts um, and, I, and I guess it's, it doesn't happen just in one go, it's over a period of time. So when focusing on trying to help with the unhelpful thoughts, we need to first of all identify what those thoughts are and what the meanings are behind them um, and, and together with the client. And I guess for therapists it's um, really important to understand that actually the, the client is the expert with their problems and we're the expert with this, um, I guess, template, this structure with, this, with the CBT model. And identifying what the thoughts are and understanding their meaning, we can then look at um, helping them evaluate these thoughts. And we would think about evaluating thoughts in, in a number of ways, really, and I suppose we couldn't go through all of them today. But the, ultimately, it would be about helping clients understand whether they're making some thinking biases or errors that we all make, but ordinarily um, we're able to dismiss them or move forward, but when we're feeling low or anxious, we become more stuck with them. And so by identifying what the errors are that we're making or these biased thinking or whether it's unhelpful, we can then look at evaluating it, thinking about whether or not there's truth to this thought or not. And that might be through a number of cognitive techniques, through discussion, exploration of evidence to support this thought or evidence against this thought in order to help um, come up with more, more of a balanced thought. And as I mentioned, it's, it's, they're quite technical, these techniques, and it takes a, a, some time and practice, really. Part of the CBT work would be, as well as identifying things in session, um, working with the client, um, helping them understand that they need to take maybe away homework assignments to be practicing some of this stuff at home in order for them to become their own therapist. And coming back to thinking about um, modifying thoughts, identifying these unhelpful thoughts. Um, sometimes it might need um, kind of a, a bit of an experimenting, so we would do behavioural experiments to test out some of these thoughts to see if the ideas that people have um, are accurate or not. So for example, I take us back to the, the meeting that um, maybe somebody has and this idea that they're going to be late and maybe the person's going to reject them or not want them to let them in or they've missed it, they've missed out, you know. 
Um, it might be about experimenting. It might be about, you know, picking up the phone, letting the person know that they're going to be late, um, going and seeing actually how they are and how they respond to them, which may not be the way in which they imagined it would be. Uh, so not as awful, for example. You know, this idea of um, being uh, the client being the expert with their problem and the therapist being the expert with the, with the model and working together. And it's really important in CBT for that to happen. Um, in order for the client to understand their difficulties and, and work on obviously um, improving things so that they can, once therapy finishes, um, continue doing that. And in, in I guess in um, CBT, once a piece of therapy um, ends, we would always complete a blueprint with clients so that they had um, listed down, you know, what they came to therapy with, um, the difficulties they had, what kept the problem going, um, what they learnt from therapy and what they need to continue to do in order to keep things going for themselves.